Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to to non-hunters that it's it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it, Brittany? My name. My name. Is Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. Braxton, <laughs> you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. Suzanne Call is someone you may not recognize right away. She's a non-hunter, soon to become a hunter, as she has recently taken her hunter safeties course. You may recognize her last name, though. Why would a non-hunter like Suzanne want to take a hunter safety course and become a hunter? It's a very good question. Because you see, Suzanne has seen what hunting has done for the bonds between her daughters and her husband. And she wants in. She wants to be a part of that. She wants to be a part of the whole experience out on the mountain. But because she's married to a hunter and has been embedded in a quasi quote-unquote hunting community for so long that is full of hunters themselves, she has a unique perspective on hunting. So what better than to get the perspective on hunting from a non-hunter that is being thrown into the thrust of day in and day out working with hunters. This is Suzanne's perspective. So I'm not going to look at you, you while you talk me. to me? You can look at me. When I ask you the question, you can look at me. Okay. So it's, it's super simple. Super simple. You ready? You ready? I'm ready. Okay. So you didn't grow up in a, a hunting lifestyle, right? You didn't grow up, your father didn't hunt, you didn't... What was your... What did you know about hunting growing up? Mm. I really didn't grow up with any kind of hunting background. Um... My dad didn't hunt, mostly we camped. We were from California in my younger years and then moved to Colorado. So my mom, as far as I knew, didn't have a hunting background, never spoke of it. Um, didn't really know much about hunting. Um, the only exposure I really had to it was I had an uncle that had a jackalope in his house. That was the first time I saw a taxidermist piece and I remember as a kid just thinking, these things are real? <laughs> um, so 
really that was the only time I ever saw anything like that. Um, but no, no background in hunting. So you are now exposed to the hunting culture 100% mm-hmm. through who you're married to, yep. through the community that you engage in, and you probably have developed a perspective on hunting that is shaped by the, the hunters in your life, though, that you're not, but you're not a hunter today. Well, not yet. Not yet a hunter, yes. So what is that perspective? So when I met Brian in college, I didn't realize he was a hunter. He may have shown me um, some photos, but it never stuck in my memory. So when hunting time came around and we actually had money to do those sorts of things, um, it was a little hard at first, being left behind with little kids. I think every woman goes through that. Um, But then we started combining family campouts with hunting. We went on a spring bear hunt with another family and um, the kids gathering around the bear and putting their hands up to his paw and experiencing it all was really fascinating. Um, My oldest was exposed to, you know, deer hunting and she got to see the animals hung upside down in the bag, and she'd try petting their head. And I remember at first going, oh, honey, don't touch that thing. <laughs> um, and now I have three strong daughters that join their dad to butcher and play with legs and explore pieces with him, which is kind of crazy. But um, Life is very different with a hunter. We've learned as a family of all girls to be really strong and independent. Um, And I've really gained a huge appreciation for hunting and the bonds that it brings. There's just like the perfect combination of hard work, sweat, laughing, hurting, crying. It all goes together to make a perfect storm of bonds that nothing else does. So we can still call you a non-hunter, but you have just taken your hunter safety class. Mm -hmm. So why? Why do you want to become a hunter now? Well, like I said, with, um, I had my oldest, Caitlin, take her hunter safety first because I wanted her to go on excursions with her father kind of put her first, but now I'm realizing the kids are getting older and it's a slim chance of a way I might get to go out on an excursion with my husband. Um, I I see the fun that they're having and I realize I I still can't quite keep up with Brian. Um, He is a human goat. but I'm looking at the fun that other couples are having together hunting, and I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of that. Um, I was able to go to a ladies' hunting camp with Caitlin and I and Brian, and it was really empowering to get to use all the different types of guns and receive instruction from female instructors, and really fun to kind of compete with my daughter on who shot better where and who was better with what gun. Um, I've really gotten into the bow side of things 
and have really enjoyed that, but until now haven't taken it seriously to go and get a hunter safety. But um, that was my goal this year, and I didn't tell a lot of people about it, but I have it downloaded on my phone. <laughs> um, so I'll be ready to go when an opportunity presents itself. So if there's anything on your heart, you can just ramble if you want. Ramble if I want. Mm -hmm. And if there's nothing, that's too good too. As I was thinking about um, talking about this, I really took a good look at how hunting media has been produced and it really is geared so much towards just the hunter and not the non-hunter and how we perceive it. And I think more so um, with Instagram, social media, things have to be a little more soft for the other people who view it. Um, it is a real part of life. I, I actually embrace that we have better meat than people who go to the grocery store, but um, I feel like it, it is a huge part of the filmmakers and how they portray each scene. They shorten a scene so much of all the hard work leading up to the actual kill and harvesting of the animal when they cut out all the important stuff that some of us who are non-hunters really want to see. We want to see that hard work and that creeping up and what it took to get there. We want to see more of the story. So I guess what I'm saying is, as a non-hunter, I love the story side of it. I want, to, I want to feel the story and I want to feel the hard work that it takes to get there. My name is Suzanne Call. I'm a non-hunter and I appreciate hunting for the family bonds that it's created. Well, that's it for today. Appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. <laughs> the destination for outdoor entertainment. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.